Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, friends, and welcome to a special bonus edition of the Bill Press Pod. I'm here with my producer, Jay Feldman. Uh, He's got a few questions about how I saw the first Democratic debate. Jay. Well, Bill, all eyes were on Elizabeth Warren tonight. She was the front runner among these people. How did she do? Well, first of all, I think NBC certainly set the stage for Elizabeth Warren. Uh, She was center stage. That was not by accident. Uh, She got the first question in the first hour. She got the first question in the second hour. And they very cleverly arranged so that she would have the final 45-second closing statement. Uh, They set the stage for Elizabeth Warren. I thought she did very well. Um, She certainly knows the issues. I thought her closing statement was particularly powerful. I don't think overall she dominated the two-hour debate as much as she could have or as much as I expected her to. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being best, how do you think she did? What score would you give her? I'd give her, I think, an 8. Hmm, which good. is pretty good. pretty good. All I'm saying is I don't think she knocked it out of the park. Maybe a stand-up triple. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, how about Beto O'Rourke, who was standing next to her, also on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd give Beto about a 5, to tell the truth. I'd ho- I thought he was flat. I didn't think he showed uh, the magic that people saw of him on the campaign trail in uh, in Texas. Um and uh, so I, uh, first of all, I have to say, I don't think anybody, there were no gaffes on anybody's part. I don't think anybody had a bad night. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought overall, they all performed well. Uh, we'll talk about some of the others who performed, I think, better than expected. I thought Beto performed um, not as well as people uh, expected. I'm, I'm not sure he helped himself tonight. Now, we talked to Julian. I, I'd say, so I, yeah, I think a five. We talked to Julian Castro uh, earlier this week on the Bill Press pod. How did he do? I thought Julian Castro had a very good night. Uh, I think he uh, raised his profile and he showed uh, that he not only knows the issues, he's got some real fight in him. Um, I, I think he moved himself up a notch in the standing of candidates and will be taken more seriously after tonight. And on a scale of 1 to 10? Scale one to ten, um, you know, I'd give him a seven or eight too. Mm-hmm. And Cory Booker on the other side of Elizabeth Warren. I thought Cory Booker had a very good night. Um, I think he helped himself a lot. Uh, I thought he really showed. Again, uh, people say he was just like he's been. Uh, the, the rap was that he was too soft. It's all about love. He didn't have any fight. I thought he showed some real spine tonight uh, on a couple of issues and. Um, and some real leadership potential. 
Uh, I think he also helped himself and moved himself up a notch, and I'd, I'd give him an eight, too. Mm -hmm. And Amy Klobuchar, another person near the middle. I think Amy had a so-so night. Um, uh, she, in a sense, you know, she came across as more personable than, uh, than Elizabeth Warren, uh, but I don't think she um, um, differentiated herself that much from the pack. Uh, I don't think she helped herself that much. I'd give her, you know, maybe a little better than Beto, a six maybe. Now, from the far ends of the stage, uh, I thought the tall man on the left, Bill de Blasio, had a loud night, at least. What did you think? I, uh, uh, yes. I thought, first of all, de Blasio is a big guy. Gosh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Physically, he dominated there uh, at the end. Uh, but I thought he, and he, he showed, I, I liked the fact that he jumped in a couple of times. He didn't wait to be called on. Uh, which, as a debater, I think is a is a good move, just to show that you know he's a, he's in the game and he's serious about the game. I thought his closing statement was very good, and I think he had a, I think he had a good night. I think before this, some people thought he was a Johnny Come Lately joke in the race. I think he showed tonight that he's not. Uh, he's a I think a serious contender. He he had a he had a certainly a good six, if not a good seven. Mm -hmm. And um, who in the ends, in the so-called well, lesser can or minor candidates or candidates not polling as well, who had a, the best night, do you think, of that group of people? Did anybody break out? Weirdly enough, I thought John Delaney uh, did pretty well, better than expected, certainly. And he was treated unfairly, I believe. I counted three times, three times when he tried to speak and Lester Holt and Rachel Maddow cut him off and wouldn't let him finish. They did that. They didn't do that to anybody else. And um, but but again, he came across, I thought, as a no nonsense um, businessman who wants to get things done. Uh, I'm not saying he's in the top tier of candidates, but he he uh, he took he he made good use of his time tonight. Uh, I thought one who uh, of the lower rung candidates, if you will, who did not do that well tonight was Tim Ryan. Uh, I don't think Tim had much of a message. Um, I mean, he, he does say, I, yeah, I, I understand. I, I represent the, the Rust Belt. That's the working class Americans that Democrats have to face. But um, uh, he didn't get that much time. I don't think he used his time that well. And I really don't understand his getting into a the fight with Tulsi Gabbard over the fact that we should stay in Afghanistan and not bring our troops home. I don't, I don't know what that wins him in a Democratic primary. Well, Tulsi Gabbard's a person we haven't talked about, and Governor Jay Inslee of Washington are another person we didn't talk about. What were, what were your impressions of those two? Uh, again, I don't think anybody had a bad night. I thought Tulsi Gabbard um, performed well. I thought she was. it was very smart of her to stress her military credentials. Um, and uh, I, I think she won that little back and forth with Tim Ryan over getting out of Afghanistan because of, she said that the two, uh, the fact that we ought to stay engaged is not something that she would tell to the parents of the two American soldiers who were killed there this week by the Taliban. I thought Jay Inslee uh, did well, too. Um, again, not a superstar tonight, but he had one message. It was climate change. That's his issue. He stressed it. And he talked about the fact that he doesn't just talk about it. He's got things done as governor of Washington. Um, so I thought he had a good night, not a great night, but a good night. Was there a, a line of the night you thought was the best one 
maybe canned, but maybe ad-libbed, something you liked? I, I thought maybe the best line of the night was when um, Julian Castro said, seeing that photograph of the father and his daughter who died trying to cross the river to get into this country when they were denied entry at a port of entry. Uh, and Castro said, it's not just uh, that should bother us. It should really piss us off. I think that was a strong, strong one as well. Who stood out for you on making a connection with voters, which is the thing that this is really all about right now? I do think Elizabeth Warren stood out uh, in that regard. Um, I thought she, she showed uh, that her common theme was, Look, I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to fight for you. We can take on these big corporations. We we can do it. I'll do it. And uh, we need people with courage to 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 to, to take that to take that fight uh, and lead that fight. Um, I, I I I I thought she connected. I thought again, Cory Booker did too, and I thought Julian Castro did. The three of them, I thought, had the best nights. Before we do Thursday's debate, any thoughts about Wednesday's debate? I got to tell you, um, I was impressed with the field. Um, I thought it was going to be very lopsided tonight. There was going to be it was going to be all Elizabeth Warren and the others like also Rands. I thought we saw ten really outstanding uh, candidates, outstanding individuals. Um, and um, uh, I'll tell you one thing: I would take any one of them over Donald Trump. <laughs> I also I also thought just one one other line when the very last question was who is the most existential threat to the United States today. Uh, I thought Jay Inslee won that round when he just said, Donald Trump. What should we be looking for on the Thursday night debate? Thursday night, I think what we're going to see is, uh, first of all, a much more lively debate. Um, I think there's going to be uh, a lot more back and forth uh, among the candidates. And I think what we're looking for is, uh, can, Jay, uh, can Joe Biden hold his own up against uh, Bernie Sanders and Beto O'Rourke. I'm, I'm not sorry, but uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, on on the same platform and Kamala Harris. Uh, and I think to a certain extent, it's going to be people ganging up on Joe Biden. Uh, and the question is, uh, does Joe Biden come across as someone who is tough enough uh, not only to take them on, but to take on Donald Trump? So. If tonight was a test of Elizabeth Warren uh, 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 and her strength as a candidate, I think tomorrow night, Thursday night, is going to be the the test of uh, Joe Biden. Bill, that's all my questions for tonight. Well, uh, it was a good first night, and uh, the second night, uh, Thursday night, is going to be, I think, again, even better, even more lively, and certainly worth watching. Well, thanks for listening, and that's it for this uh, special edition of the uh, Bill Press Pod. Looking at the first uh, Democratic debate, we'll be back tomorrow with another special edition. Looking at Thursday night's debate, don't forget, tune in uh, to the Bill Press Pod, wherever you go to uh, find your favorite podcast. Uh, And don't forget to subscribe and to give us a good five-star rating. That really helps us. We'll see you again tomorrow. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 